Welcome back, everybody. Steve Burton with Equity One talking to you today about Social Security benefits. Many of you don't really focus too much and get educated. Like myself, you hear Social Security and you think about it for your parents, your grandparents. And some of you younger people, millennials, don't even believe that Social Security will be around for you in the future. Well, guess what? Memo to you. I thought the same thing back when I was in seventh grade growing up in Norfolk, Virginia. I do believe that Social Security, as it has already since I was a kid, it has already changed somewhat. It used to be you're eligible for full Social Security benefits at age 65, and then that started changing in the 1980s. I am 60 years old, and so my full retirement age for Social Security benefits is age 66 and four months. And I believe if you're under 50 years old, I believe those ages will ratchet up a bit. It will have to be done eventually in order to make the strategy Social Security benefits viable for all in the future. And I do believe they'll get some that squared away. Let's leave it alone for the millennials. Pay in. You don't have any choice in the matter. You have to pay into the system. You know, by law, you have to, whether you'll get some money back or what you'll get back in the future, you have to pay in. I do agree it will change. Let's talk to those Generation Xers, those ones that are a little bit older on the outside of that. Maybe they're 50 years old, late 40s, early 50s, or baby boomers that have not yet claimed Social Security, or perhaps you have. In numbers, running the numbers, the average numbers right now at age 62, the Social Security benefit is $1,046 if you're age 62. 65, it's about 1152. 66, 1338. And then if you wait to 70, the numbers I saw were $1,433. Not a whole lot of money if you ask me, but there are ways that we can maximize, optimize, and claim these benefits that can greatly enhance and, ma- and pop up those numbers. I've had many people that thought they were only going to get $1,200 or $1,400 a month, now are getting over $2,000 a month. I have some people that I've seen are getting over $3,000 a month. Those numbers were just averages for the people. And some people were older and been claiming a while, didn't pay in that much into the system, whatever it might be. Let's talk about some of the rules. Let's talk about, one, if you're still working, regardless of your age, you need to claim or look at your Social Security benefits at least once a year. Steve, I'm 25 years old. What does that matter? It's like 100 years from now. You want to make sure that in the future you're going to get all that you deserve. Go online at least once a year to ssa.gov and make sure that your employer has sent in those withholding taxes into your retirement account. It's your retirement account. Social Security is your retirement account. Make sure that Social Security has credited your account. Make sure that your employer sent the money in. Make sure because they list every year from the first paycheck that you got that you they withheld FICA taxes until the final year you pay in. They're going to show that every statement. So one, make sure regardless of your age that your account has been credited for that previous year. Secondly, if you're coming up on retirement, you want to know what your numbers will be at 62, age 66, and 70. And we can have the great debate all day long about whether you should claim at 62, 66, or 70. I believe it's an educated guess at best. I believe almost no one claim it should claim it at 62 because I don't believe almost no one should retire at 62. Are there exceptions to the rule? Absolutely. 
retirement is not really an age, it's a dollar amount. When you have enough dollars, enough income dollars guaranteed for the rest of your life, and if you die, if you're married, if you die, your spouse can be living on and, and, and keep uh, maintaining a lifestyle. 66 is what we call your magic age because you can make as much income as you want and not get a reduction in benefit, meaning giving some of your benefits back. Did you know that in the year 2016, if you make over $15,720, that every $2 in earned income above that, $1 in Social Security benefits go back into the system? Okay, so after you turn your full retirement age, what did I say? Me, I'm age 60, born in 1956. My full retirement age is 66 and four months. After I hit 66 and four months, I can make as much earned income as I want and not give any benefits back. So that's another reason to wait. One reason is uh, a second reason I don't might not want to take it earlier. I get 25 to 30 percent less each and every year for the rest of my life. Taxation. Taxation on those accounts will also come into play for a lot of people. Pension income, the distribution from 401ks and IRAs and, and TSPs will cause more taxation on your Social Security benefits. and means you won't get as much. Your gross Social Security check may not necessarily be your net Social Security check because the government giveth and it taketh away. This year, one of the strategies that had been around for a number of years went away. In April, late April, the file and suspend strategy that many people in my industry had encouraged or educated their, their client base to went away. No longer exists. But there is a restricted application. Let me go into this, and there's many more things I can tell you about Social Security. So file and suspend went away May the 1st, 2016. But a restricted application remains another advanced claiming strategy that could afford you the opportunity to maximize at least one of the benefits if you're a married couple. Example, John and Mary. John and Mary in this example are of the same age. I know it doesn't always happen, but it, in this example it does. They've been married for years. The requirement to claim a spousal strategy is that you have to have been married for at least a year. The restricted application works like this. John and Mary, example, are both of the same age. John and Mary had worked about the same type of job and earned the same kind of income and would get the same kind of benefits from Social Security if they both wait till 66. Let's call it $2,000 per month. John elects to claim his own at 66, but Mary, believing that she or he might live a long time, that they, she might say, I don't want my first option. I don't want my own benefit. I'm going to go into Social Security, and because I am 66 years old, I'm going to restrict my application. What is restricted application? That means Social Security, I do not want my own benefit. I'm going to claim, and I want my spousal benefit. We've been married for more than a year, and I want 50% of John's benefit. Doesn't hurt John's benefit one penny. So in this case, Mary's going to get 50% of his 2000 She's going to get 1000 And some of you would say, why in the world would she take 1000 versus 2000 That's not the rest of the story. Mary's going to elect to defer her own benefit to age 70. Remember, every year, every year past your full retirement age, Social Security grows by a minimum of 8% per year. Question, 
where you're going to get 8% guaranteed on your money right now. That's two-thirds of 1% per month. Every month you wait, it'll grow a little bit, but a total per year of 8%. You throw in a cost of living adjustment, although there's not one this year. Reports are next year it'll be 3.4%. By waiting one year, that person that could have waited one year, like Mary here, could have gotten an 11.4% pay raise by waiting and deferring one more year. But Mary's going to defer all the way to age 70 in our example. At 70, she's going to drop the restricted application, drop the spousal benefit, and pick up her own personal benefit that's now $2,700 or $2,800 a month. Another $700, let's call it $700 a month, $8,400 a year, times 10 years, times 20 years of retirement. Who knows how long they'll live? But that is a, that's a lot of money, don't you think? That's a $700 less a month. So she took a pay cut for four years so that the long term would be much rosier. And if something happens to John, she's not going to keep just a 2000 His benefit will go away because it's the same as hers, so she'll keep her own benefit. Do you think she would rather have 2000 or $2,700? Same thing if Mary dies first. John would drop his own benefit and because Mary's is now much larger than his. He would pick up and, make, and come up to that $2,700 number. There's more options that you can do with Social Security claiming strategies. And if you think from just a little podcast, a little show, that you're going to learn everything you need to know about one of the most important parts of your retirement strategies, you're mistaken. I have software strategies where I can put your numbers in, your situation in, and it will spit out the optimal time. To, and it'll give us a couple examples, actually, whether it's you individually, you that were married but now divorced, because these divorce strategies can come into play much like you're married if you, if you know the criteria. If you want to know more, I encourage you to reach out to our office. Hopefully you got a little bit out of this. This was not meant. I could go on for hours, weeks months even, about different strategies that have helped people out, getting some cases a few hundred bucks more a month, and in some cases getting thousands of dollars more per year. One example, I figured out if the lady would live as long as she told me she was going to live, her and her husband, they'd get out over $300,000 in increased benefits because they didn't know one little secret that I haven't even revealed to you here today. If you want to know more, get a hold of our office now. It's good talking to you guys. Steve Burton, Equity One, signing off. See you soon.